Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Yeah, there was movement at the station. Badge and Sats here with you Tuesday night. Team list Tuesday tonight. There's some uh, some players coming back. Some players dropped. A bit of a shock there in uh, a couple of those. Scotty Sattler, a welcome to the show. Shock. A yeah. massive shock from a team that's very close to your heart. Hello, mm. listeners. There's movement at the station. What station are we talking about? Uh, well, I'm talking about players moving okay. around. The, the yep. Broncos have signed a, uh, a bloke straight uh, out of – well, he was at Manly, wasn't he, recently? And, and uh, Newcastle, Danny Levi, we'll tell you all about that. And I th- he's going to be rushed straight into the, uh, mm. into the Broncos' side. A um, billion dollars to rebuild the Gabba, Sats. They're talking about this uh, for the uh, 2032 Olympics bid – and this would happen uh, probably under the uh, Queensland government, the federal government funding, a uh, billion dollars. Mm. Woogie just went, are you kidding? Uh, and that's just for 8,000 extra seats. It's all the road works as well, the traffic. Is it everything? It's everything. What it's all is? the infrastructure. Oh, it's like a from Noosa, Noosa to the Gabba, that road no, being around, upgraded. And... In the immediate area around the Gabba. It's also, you know, laying a track. I thought it was just ripping, it's just completely knocking down the stadium, basically a rebuild. No. That's a what billion they are dollars is a lot of money. That's what they are going to do. Complete rebuild. No. Do, you, do we need a shiny new stadium for they're the just, Olympics? Couldn't they just march around Suncorp? They're going to polish a few corners up and then. So there you go yeah. to the world with an extra eight thousand seats. How good would the four hundred meters be if it was at Suncorp Stadium, where they had like have to do a lap and a half <laughs> <laughs> with greyhounds? With gre- <laughs> um, all right, what do you think about that? Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. That's a lot of money to spend on a on a stadium. Um, actually, I want to ask Sats a question about stadiums because mm-hmm. there's all that stuff about the Sydney uh, upgrading uh, footy stadiums. In Sydney. Um, now, Satch, you've also brought this to the table. Should the third man in be automatically sin-binned? Well, this is from Paul Kent. And Kenty last time was pretty strong about this uh, in our all 360 where he's just saying, listen, the way to get around it with all this pushing and shoving and jersey slinging and people pushing in the back, whatever it may be, just sin-bin them. Just sin-bin the third person in and find the rest of the players, find them, not find them, but find, find them. them Anyone else who gets involved. Yep. So, again, we keep going back to the Penrith, Canberra scenario, uh, scoring the try. But we get these ugly, pushy, shoves things happening, don't we, all yeah, the time? Yeah, we do. And but we had, you know, we had punching once upon a time, which, don't get me wrong, I still loved it. But, but if you were the third man in, he, you were the bloke, the referee who's going to single out and say, you have, mate, this gone from a one-on-one to an all-in. But even more and so. And you're getting marched. Even more so. Even if you're not the third man in, even if you just throw a punch, yeah. you're sin-binned. And possible suspension for striking. So, 
Um, whether we agree with it or not, we're heading into a um, we're heading into a, an era of rugby league which we've probably never seen before, which is all about the you know the, the safety and protection of players, whatever it may be. So I, I kind of like Paul yeah. Kent's. Yep. Um, and the text, and you got your uh, text in front of you there. So that's my mine's playing. Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. What do you think? Yeah, I knew the, I knew in. the number. Mm-hmm. But you've got to read them out if any of them pop up on your screen. Well, you didn't sell to me and the listeners that you did know the number. <laughs> uh, what's the best? You were talking about this last night. You wanted to bring it again to the table. I like it, actually. The best movie sequel ever made. Now, mm. you've got one here, just one. Mad Max 2. Mad Max 2. Mm. Okay. Mine's um, Planet of the Apes 2. Oh. Is that Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> Can you remember? I think it was. Yeah. Out of all the sequels, just trying, you I'm just trying to make of the Woogie. apes. Yeah, and it, it worked. Look, what what would you say? The best Rocky. is Rocky Two. Yeah, hey, stop the Rocky discussion. Rocky Two is not even the best Rocky. Adrian wasn't even in Rocky Two, was she? She was. Oh, she okay. Yeah, mm. she worked at the pet store. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's right. when they got married, Rocky, Rocky. too, wasn't yeah. it? You can't say Ro- Rocky is – because there's no Rocky too if there's not Rocky. Rocky is the best Rocky movie. No, it's – The original. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. Rocky Three's the best. Club of Lang and right. Thunderlips. And th- <laughs> We're going to have a whole show of going, that's not the best. This is the best. Club of Lang and Thunderlips. Good on you. Let's do this. Oh, this? You want to do this? Hang on. I've got to find oh. it. Here we go. Sports Day, Sports Update. How come everything flowed so well last week? That's and the oh, week before. Jack if you gave me a bit of notice, uh, if you give me a bit of notice, well, we'll push the button. Can you see it on the run sheet point, there? Or won't you point? Oh, you haven't got your mm. run sheet up. Yeah, I have. It's up here. Woogie. How much longer have we got to put up with him, Sats? Oh, uh, what's been. brewing now for uh, Four Pines Brewing <laughs> Co., the official beer of Sports Day with badges? It's, thanks you know, for my hat. You know what I love I about it? I've got a yeah. Four Pines Brewing cap. And there's, a, there's one, there's some... Um, uh, Woogie went straight to the shirts, stubby holders. Stubby holders. Um, you know, it's funny talking about the run sheet that in this day and age of technology, you and I, we, we use technology we to do. advantage. We do, you and me, Satch, yeah. Badge still prints it out, puts the staple in the top left-hand corner. Do you know why? Why? Do, you so want, you do write, I need to explain so you can it write to you? notes. And? And? <laughs> because? Tell me. Because I have to, because, you know, I'm sort of make I'm running, I'm, I'm hosting. Anal. Yeah. So Whoa. if that goes out... Yeah. If the if that and that has done it to us, has yeah, yeah. the computer? No, what, what am I talking it about? Well, we you just add lib. That's, that's what the art. Add well, lib. Well, let's just like okay, what? we're throwing the run sheet out. Yeah, what are we talking about now, Sats? I'm going to give a good guy, a good guy watch. Every time someone does something good that I hear about in rugby league, I I think we need to celebrate it instead of talking yeah. about the bad things that sportsmen and women well, do. He's, he's found the buttons and his fingers stuck. Yeah. <laughs> So my good guy watch is uh, from the weekend. Anthony Milford, of course, had to go back and play Intrust Super Cup, the second tier in Queensland. Yep. My and old club. Yes, The mighty South Magpies, yeah. Davies Park. They reckon he's the best fullback they've had. Um, Milford no, come off the hunt. Um, now, this is a tweet. Jermaine Asako played there too. He did too. Uh, there's a tweet that's been put out by Melissa Tabbitt, who went to watch the game on the weekend, which Anthony Milford played in. And she said, she's on crutches, and she says, I'm standing there with my friend, and out of nowhere, after seeing my crutches, Anthony Milford comes over with a chair for me to sit down. Since being on crutches, it's the first person that's done that for me. He didn't have to do that, and he was looking after his two kids also. So well done, Anthony Milford. Oh, that's nice. Great stuff. Good guy watch. Can you do a stinger for good guy watch, please? That's good. Nice to have you back, Woogie. 
10, took 10 minutes. We finally found him. It's finally worked out how to uh, use the panel. We will talk about the ins and the outs uh, a little bit later on. Oh, there are some significant ones, including uh, Josh Papali. Papali'i. Mm. Um, he's been dropped to the bench for the Raiders. Uh, so well, Ricky, he's the second best Papali'i in in the comp at the moment. Yeah, I know. Isaiah Papali'i ran straight ran through him the to top score. Of him. Yeah. Um, Josh Hodgson out for the Raiders too, but that's uh, with injury. So significant changes there. Sean Johnson is back. Big one for the Sharkies. First time since round nineteen mm. last year. What do you have an Achilles? Achilles injuries? ruptured Achilles. He seems as though he's come back quite quite suddenly. Not suddenly, mm. but a lot quicker than what I've seen ruptured Achilles. In the past. Yeah, round 19. And it was a late round 19 too, wasn't it? Yeah. Late in the season. So hey, he's doing well. Some, they, they, you know, there was often they were 12 months out, uh, mm. ruptured Achilles. A, a badge, um, talking about the ins and outs and Sammy Verrills, like saying returns for the Chooks. How, he does, yeah. How great have those clashes been over the years, those and, Anzac Day clashes? This Roosters weekend, and Dragons. Roosters and Dragons yeah. is great. It's and, fantastic. And Dragons are going well, aren't they? Well, mm. well they were till last week and, and still going well enough. And Ben Hunt has been named on the extended bench. So he's a chance for them. Uh, the Chooks have lots of injury problems, but they've still got great depth, yeah. haven't they? So, mm. um, they, yeah, that'll be that'll be very interesting. Great games coming up this week. As I said, we'll go through all of the ins and outs pretty soon. Now, uh, Broncos have signed a, uh, a backup hooker, and he's gone straight into the uh, the, the start or the, the jersey number 14. So very likely he'll be out there uh, this Levi. week. Yeah. yeah, Danny Levi. Yeah, good, good handy little play. Junior Kiwi, also played for New Zealand as well. Uh, but, left, uh, left in limbo a little bit after leaving Manly. Who's been replacing Jake Turpin? Has Jake Turpin been going the 80? I think he so has. What do they need, a backup hooker? Well, they need a little bit of more strike out of their badge. Yeah. Need some okay. strike. And, and and it's hard to do that when you're making 50. I think he made 53 tackles. Yeah, you know, we see that every week. We Turpin. say you know, every hooker that plays, they go, oh, he made 54 tackles. Well, he's the smallest bloke in the forward pack. Of, of course, course he's going to make 50-odd tackles. It's but have, many... you got, have you got the energy to have a bit of impact? Exactly. Now, you know, the, the, the best example I'll probably give you from the weekend was Reese Robson, I thought, was the best player on the park while he was on there for the Cowboys. Um, but then they bring on uh, at the – 50-minute mark, Jake Granville. One-two punch. And bang, he was straight into it. He was great. And he scored a try and set another one up. And uh, that worked beautifully. So um, Danny Levi might be a really good buy. Yeah. There for the Broncos. Um, Still judiciary, Jack Heathering took the early plea. So he's out for five weeks. That's on tonight as well as we go. Hopefully we'll get some results as we go along. There's a few more, yeah, Mm. uh, as we we go on. So the the Bulldogs, I was thinking about this today. You know, it's not just about Jack Hetherington, but with a player like that who sails close to the wind, Mm. it's just part of his makeup. He brings a hell of a lot to the team. Look, they've said we're not going to abandon abandon him. The, The kid is a great kid. And we think he's got something special well, he's to offer. He's only played 26 first grade games. Yeah. And mm. this is his fourth season. Um, seventh judiciary charge. Mm. So, you know, he, it could be a liability. Should there be some sort of clause in his contract if well, there you, isn't already? Well, once upon a time, I'm thinking it still happens. Um, you can deduct money from a player's contract if they're X amount of uh, weeks out of the game. So so let, let's say well, well, if, if Jack Hetherington was on – um, a, f- well, a few thousand dollars a week. So mm. he's on $200,000. He's probably on more. Mm. There's four grand a week is what he'd be picking up. Yep. So if, if he misses five weeks, should they be saying, well, you don't, you're not getting paid for those five. You're not getting your 20 grand. Clubs have done it in the can past. They, and they can do it. Yeah, absolutely. Within their rights, if it's in the contract, Absolutely, yeah. So you don't do – but otherwise, you still get paid while you're suspended. Yep. It's a bit like being out injured. Yes. Mm. Mm. 
But it has happened in the With past. With some players, I think you need a disincentive I, to, to cross the line. I know that it's happened in the past because it happened to me at Penrith. You got docked? I did. I In one season, I think it was 2002, I think it was, I, I, I spent, I think, four weeks on this, two separate charges. Yeah. And the club said to me, we're going to deduct your Swinging your arm, pay. one of them? One was mm. on Ben Kennedy. Yeah, the apple doesn't, doesn't fall. doesn't talk to me. The apple doesn't ben fall from far from the tree, does mm. it? The old swinging arm. <laughs> Hey, earlier on, we are talking about sequels, 0477-736-736. Nick from Newcastle, all he does in his spare time is watch sequels. Hey, guys, got some good movie sequels. Godfather 2 got voted the best sequel of all time. Oh. Rocky 2. We've already got that. That's Woogie's vote. Back to the Future 2. No. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that was good. I tell you. Is that the Cowboy one? No, that's three. Oh, that's three. That was garbage. That's a sequel, sequel. I tell you a really good one Nick from Newcastle's put, Evil Dead 2. I remember watching Evil that when Dead I was about two. 16. Did he put Planet of the Apes on there? No. I can't you're, believe that. You're on your own there, Bad. Um, oh, so, yeah, tonight we will keep you updated. Paul Momorowski, Victor Radley, Latrell Mitchell all appearing, trying to get their charges downlaid. Mm. And uh, Woogie's got his ear to the, um, to the desk on that one. Now, uh, the third man in, we just spoke about it, uh, about – whether if you're the third man into any uh, fracker, melee, push and shove between two players, should you be automatically sin bin? Well, this was um, Paul Kent, Ricky Stewart, uh, last night on Fox. It was unnecessary and I, I thought silly. Um, you know, I, I think it's a this jumper pulling and grabbing blokes by the back of the jumper and trying to pull them, from, pull them out of melees is... is a blight on the game. It, it's ugly. It makes soft people very tough. You know, you're not going to get a punch in the head. You've got uh, guys who are not that courageous, acting very tough, going into a melee now, knowing the fact that he's not going to get a punch in the mouth, which is why so many people fly into it. The thing that I laughed watching it on the back end of the game there last week was when our physio got pushed out of the way, Jack Whiten came in to the, to the melee then to sort it sort it out and settle it all down and there was a lot, a lot of egos that were in that melee were deflated very quickly. It soon quietened it down. So if you're a good pusher nowadays, you're tough. It's a blight on our game. I just wish the league could do something about it and, and eradicate it. Ricky's right. I mean, is there a way to get this rubbish out of the game? Yeah. You uh, third man in goes. The old, that's how they got rid of the all-in brawl. Third man in, put them straight, third man in straight in the bin and find everybody that's in the melee. I tend to agree. Mm. I, well, first there was the punching. You'll, you'll the last... think twice about running in. Absolutely. Well, now you think twice about throwing a punch, don't you? Whether yeah. you agree with it or not, it's the rules moving it. forward. Yeah. So I, I tend to like it, Badge. All right, before we get to the break, talk about some, that in the hot Yeah, topic. we are. Now, mm. some halfback movement. Jackson Hastings has signed a two-year deal to join the West Tigers. That's from next year. Luke Brooks says he's not going anywhere. Um, the Cowboys have been linked to Chad Townsend. Um, Craig Fitzgibbon, the Sharks, incoming Sharks coach, is apparently going to meet with Chad Townsend uh, because uh, there's uh, strong rumours that he's going to um, forego his option in his contract for next year and link up with the Cowboys. So this will have implications for what Adam Reynolds does. Uh, they're also chasing Tom Dearden up mm. there. Uh, as I said, Luke Brooks. Um yeah, so there's there's uh, there's lots happening, and now we're also some whispers that Mitch Moses may be on the adder. Ad yeah, power. so Andrew Voss reported this morning game. that he, he his sources are telling him that uh, Adam Reynolds will be at Parramatta. All right, well if you know anything, let us know. Send us a text zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. That's what's brewing for Four Pines Brewing Co. The official beer of Sports Day with badge and that's Hey, this is a bloke who knows plenty about the game. Going to join us next, the great Benny Elias. 
You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. And a pretty emotional day yesterday and also last Friday, the official funeral of one of the greats, Tommy Rudonigas, and yesterday a memorial at the SCG. And I was interested today, Badge, reading um, reading some of the stories around yesterday and the amount of people that attended. We knew that was going to it was happen. A who's who. Yeah, and we got one of those who's who's and a man that loves the history of the game, bouncing Benny Elias is joining us on Sports Day. How are you, Benny? Yeah, good day, uh, Sats and Badge. It's great to talk to you guys. It always make a lot of sense, which is uh, it's uh, it's a great afternoon. And we're, as you said, we're in um, we're in celebration of the great man Tommy mm. Rodonikus, who wore the number seven. You know, it was just a, it was his, it was his, and uh, you just you just can't say enough about Tommy. You and know? is that what yesterday was mainly about? Was it more of a celebration? Yeah, it was a celebration, mate. It was uh, it was a real big celebration. You know, it was it was covered by you had the deputy premier there, you had leading politicians, uh, ministers of sport, uh, had leaders of, of the business world, and more importantly, you had the bloke who goes to the pub every every afternoon and loves to you know watch and read about the great man Tommy Rodonikus. And uh, yesterday was a great tribute to him and um at the the executive chairman and ceo peter valand he's got up and spoke exceptionally well and uh and, and honestly it just typified what what was the game's all about and um uh, they're not they're not making tommy radonicus of the world ever again mm. and you know that the the politically correctness was out the window with tommy as we all knew but only he could get away with it and there were things that were reiterated yesterday that in, there's no way in the world you could say or do those things today um <laughs> yeah. it, it, You'd almost go to jail. Hey, <laughs> it, I heard, uh, the character he was. I heard Rabs uh, Ray Warren, who was hosting it, say some uh, yeah. some nice words. It made a lot of sense too. How would you describe mm. Tom if you're talking to someone? And, and we do deal with people from that aren't in rugby league yeah. heartland. They're in Melbourne or Adelaide or uh, in Perth. They don't really know, and they might have heard him. How do you describe Tommy and and the the complete contrast, Tommy the footballer to Tommy the bloke? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question, Badge. It's it's hard to differentiate the two, you know, really, because one goes with the other. And you know, Tommy was a, he, he smoked the bungers and he had a beer and uh, and he'd swear and he'd just say what he what he thought. And um, and that's exactly the way he played and that's the way he he, he coached and he, he lived life exactly the same way. He wasn't uh, he was never ever to go out and impress anybody. Didn't want to impress anybody. It is what you it is it is what you saw and what you heard and what you felt with Tommy and that made him a special character. I mean, I don't know if there's anyone in this world today I think of. I tried, tried I was racking my brains out trying to think who could who could I liken Tommy Radonikus to today and there's just no one. And he was just, he was one of a kind and such a such a champion. Loved the game of rugby league. Just loved it. You know, he'd go to sleep today even with it. You know, even today with a football in his arm, he, he loved the game so much and. We reminisced yesterday with a lot of the players that played with him, against him, for him. And um, and everyone had the same comments made about him. And I think when you can consistently go from A to Z, from, from politicians down to the blokes, he's having a beer at the pub or 
or, or the lady that's walked down the street who just loves the game of rugby league. And they all say the same thing. I, I think that's just an absolute great accolade to, to the great man himself. Yeah, no doubt at all. Hey, now you burst onto the scene in the, the early 80s, but by then Tommy was mm. he was heading north to Brisbane, sort of finished his career off there, and he played the grand final with... Um, with Newtown, yeah, but Newtown. Did, did, did you yeah. follow him as a kid? Did you did you have did. anything to do with him mate, there? I had a lot to do with him, mate. I, I, I met him at the age of 15. I was playing at Holy Cross College in the schoolboy football, and he came to our school. And right. mate, he was one of my heroes. Him and him and uh, Greg Cox came to the school Great. at Holy Cross College. And my God, I, I, I looked at the I looked at these blokes, and I, I was just in awe of them. And, and he ruffled my head, and I and I'll never forget <laughs> him. I'm getting goosebumps saying this now. And, and I just said, Mr. Rodonikus, can I get your autograph, please? And as you back that back those days, you know, it was no photos with your phone. It was just a piece of paper and a pen. And he, he said, of course, Chan. He ruffled my head and he, he said, from one wog to another wog. That's <laughs> 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 gold. Uh... Uh, and I'll never forget it. And I never did forget it. And uh, I was very fortunate to have a, I played against Tommy in 1982, 83. Right. And he retired in 83, and I, I, I had the fortunate pleasure of playing against him. He was as tough as they come, and uh, honest to God, Badge and, and Sats, I say this to you with it now, without saying a word of lie. You know, he's a bloke, the number seven, who's the smallest bloke with the biggest heart. If, if he wanted to lead by example, and it was tough, he'd take the tap and take, you know, take on the big fellas, and you just you had to admire that because he led he led he led by example. He never said or did anything that he never believed in, and uh, he truly he, he he lived his life like that. And um, look, I just loved him. I, I loved him in every. I, I got to know him very personally after football, while while he was playing and after he played stopped playing football. Very good friends with John Singleton. John mm. Singleton's been very kind to him. Um, and, and he was very, very close to a bloke named Cole Murphy who, who played alongside him back in the Newtown days, and uh, he, he was just a true and true champion, mate, and uh, you just can't acknowledge an individual like that with so many people saying exactly the same thing about him. Benny, I sometimes get disappointed at current players that don't appreciate the past and those that went before mm. them and, and the history yeah. of the game. Yesterday, was mm. was there some current NRL players? I saw some of the West Tigers players there. Were there others there as well? Yeah, look, look, congratulations to the West Tigers. All the boys were there, mate. The whole team was there. The coach, Matt, was there, the CEO. They were all there supporting him. But you're right, Sats. I mean, your old man was a legend of the, of the game, and he would have known Tommy very well. Mm. Um, you know, I, I go without saying that your old man was an absolute one of the heroes of the game, and and I'm sure that if you asked him the same question you're asking me right now, I think he'd reiterate exactly what I'm saying. And, uh, but what a champion he was. And it was the old days, and there was a lot of old heads there. There certainly was a lot of old players that he played with. And, uh, you know, that Rick Wade got up there and also spoke to him and spoke, spoke so glowingly of him. And, he, you know, he, he finished off by saying, if you can find me a, a Tommy Rodonikus today in this world, any sport, not just rugby league, would welcome him with open arms because the love that he gave to the game was uh, was exceptional and second to none. Now, what do you reckon Tommy would have thought of uh, the current game, Benny, when everyone comes in and pushes and show and uh, Mate, he hates jersey games? He did tell you. <laughs> Mate, he'd tell you, these pussycats and my fair dinkum, what are they doing? Holding people by the jersey and, you know, scraping and playing. He hated all that. Mate, and he would say it, openly say, you know, he also said, bring the Biff back for State of Origin, which I almost agree with him. And I think a lot of people do because 
You look at any highlights, what do they do? They show the highlights of the old games where they used to have little artistic cuffs and no one would really get hurt. And, and I'm not condoning violence in any way, but the rough and tough, when you're out there on the stage, that big stage, you've got to differentiate the NRL from state of origin football. And, you know, his best mate, Tommy Radonikus's best, best mate was a bloke named Arthur Beechan who captained the Queensland side in the first state of origin in 1980. And, mate, I've got to say to him, he whacked his best mate, Mick Cronin. And State of Origin began. And that was what it was all about. And they've taken all that away from him. And Tommy would voice that always, uh, over and over and over again. Now, look, I, I think a bloke one-on-one, fair play. But a bloke that comes in uh, third shot is weak. I think that's when you're penalising and you get rid of those type of players. Yeah. But, mate, the great clashes between uh, Greg Dowling and Blocker Roach and you know, and Ciro and, and Bundy in a, in a game. Like, it'd be, it'd be just, just wonderful to watch, you know. They, they just, you know, it was... T- you try to get on top of the opposition. Badgie used to try and get on top of Gary Jack all the time. It was always a great competitive... What do you mean, try? And if you could give a little bit... Well, you did. You did, you did <laughs> no, tried did. very hard, but you couldn't get there. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. Hang on, I think this line's breaking up. Hey, I'm only joking. While we're no, talking it, about, was a, it, was, it was a wonderful competition. While we're talking about that sort of side of the game, you know, with the Penrith blokes and other players do it, they push and shove knowing they're not going to get a whack in mm. the mouth. You know, playing yeah. where you did, Benny, as one of the, the smaller players, of course, and most hookers were in, in their respective teams, yeah. how important was it yeah. to have the likes of, of, of Blocker and Bruce Maguire and, you know, those kind of Kerry yeah. Hemsley around you? It made the game. It certainly made the game. And, and having those people and the characters of those people, and they were allowed to say before the game a week out to the, you know, to the local papers or to the, to the national papers, you could say that I'm going to build the absolute cripes out of Steve Wallers this weekend because you know, he's got my number nine Australian jersey and I want to get it off him. And the only way to get that is to get, get on top of him. And that's what we did. You did it on Jack and... You know, and Lewis did it with with Kenny, with Kenny and, and, yeah. and, and Alfie Langer did it with everybody, you know, and you wanted to always get that jersey. And State of Origin was always the decider. If you, if you won and dominated, you had the jersey. Today, it's just predictable. And I, I find that a little bit disappointing, but it is the way it is. I can't mm. change it. No, you can't, mate. Nor can um, Tommy. Now, That's what Tommy loved. Now, this is, the, this is the easiest question of the lot. How do you fix your Tigers? Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> how pretty, long, how long pretty, do you need? They were pretty gutsy the other night. They were. Mm. They were. Like, I saw Madge yesterday and I saw the boys yesterday. Man, they, they, they were dejected. It was, it was an absolute knockout punch. Um, you know, they did everything to win that game. Um, I find it very disappointing when a bloke like Latrell Mitchell gets, you know, didn't, didn't even get a, a, an iota and a penalty against him. And now he's going to get fined probably for three weeks out of the game. For what he did, if if he gets penalised and and knocked out of that game yesterday, uh, the other day, we win the we win the game. And you know the, the players themselves are disappointed. How do I, how do we get out of it? Look, you just got to stick at it. You know, I mean, it's mm. it's it's like life, isn't it? Really, I mean, you, you got to roll the sleeves up. And there's one thing, there's only one thing that I know how to get out of anything, and that's working harder. And if it has to be, you know, 15, 16 hours a day, you got to do it. And no matter what you do, there's no magic pill, there's no lotion you can put on your face. The one thing that you can do is you can only work hard and work harder and then work harder and then again even work harder. And until that time, mm. you know, you, you just – because the, the talent amongst these boys, are, mate, they're almost on par, all of them. Mm. And you've just got to find the niche. You've got to find the love. You've got to find the emotion. You've got to find the passion. You've got to want to go to bed with a, a football in your arm every night. And just, <laughs> I mean, you, your team, mate. 
you got to do something extraordinary. <laughs> you know, you've got to do something. We're, we're in trouble, Badge. You know, when, when you're in trouble and you do the same thing over and over again, it's called insanity. Yeah, you know, true. you've got to do different things, mate. And, and we've got to look for different things. We've got to look for different avenues. We've got to look for different approaches to the game, the way you mentally prepare yourself for the game, your diet, your, your physical fitness. I don't know what it is, but... But we need we need to wave. We, we you can't wave the wand and say that you're going to be fixed. It's called fucking hard work, and yeah. that's exactly what we need to do. Absolutely, you know? love your energy, Mads love your emotion. Would agree with you, yeah. Love your emotion, Benny. And uh, listen, we want to thank you very much on Sports Day, uh, the listeners as well, just to fill us in on uh, how special yesterday was celebrating Tommy's life. Yeah. Thank you very much, and mate, I, I say this to all people, whether you follow the game of rugby league or not, it doesn't matter, and whoever you follow. Tommy loved living in Queensland. The one thing that we all love at the end of the day, we all love the game of rugby league. And, and mate, there was no better bloke that loved the game and who typified everything about the game in the hardest, hardest sport days than Tommy Radonikus. And uh, I, to, to, to Trish, his, his lovely, lovely partner, and to all of his family, mate, God bless. And I know he's resting up there. He's playing cards up there with Arthur Beetson. <laughs> I'm sure his best mate, Arthur. And, uh, and I'm sure that they're looking down upon you two legendary commentators spreading the great word of rugby league. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us on Sports Good Day, Benny. Thank you, mate. Always a pleasure. All right, Channing. Thanks, See you guys. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats, the hot topic. We were going to focus uh, originally around the third man in and the sin binning and the solution by Paul Kent. Ricky Stewart as well, which I, I kind of like. But, but we're very flexible and on the run. Absolutely. Just, just change. So we've got a hot, hot topic. We're going to focus a little bit more <laughs> on uh, the halfback merry-go-round, and it all revolves around, I suppose, originally from Adam Reynolds. Over the last 24 hours, we now keep hearing about Chad Townsend and him possibly moving. Also news around the possibility of Mitchell Moses mm. maybe not being at Parramatta. I can't see that happening, but uh, – before we, uh, before we get into this badge, uh, Michael Carrianas from the City Morning Herald, he was talking to Andrew Voss this morning about this very subject, the half ga- halfback yeah, merry-go-round. So Chad Townsend's at the Cowboys next year. Where will Sean Johnson be next year? Oh, I think then that Sean Johnson remains a shark. What about Adam Reynolds? Yeah, he's the one. He's, he's, that, that's the most interesting one for me, I think, um, considering there wasn't a great deal of love or opportunity for Adam Reynolds in Sydney at all. Um, now there is. So mm. does that change South's position? Because uh, they probably held the power a, a little bit in terms of knowing that for Adam to leave, he'd have to relocate um, and, and the like. I think uh, I think Cronulla come into play majorly for, for Adam Reynolds. We've had a really strong tip here that Mitchell Moses will move from Parramatta and that Adam Reynolds will end up at Parramatta. They actually go for the older halfback, but a goal-kicking halfback replacing goal-kicking halfback and playmaker. I think Mitch Moses stays. I think Parramatta are all in on, on Mitchell Moses. He's got the option his way for, for next year, but Parramatta are keen to, to get that deal done. So I think he stays uh, at Parramatta. But 
One of our uh, one of our listeners on zero four double seven seven three six seven three six says there's no way Reynolds will end up a para. Moses will take us to our next few premierships. Now it probably wouldn't make sense that a a player like Moses still in the middle of his career and being taken out by a a halfback, albeit a very good halfback, who's turning thirty one this year. Mm, you wouldn't think so, and given the way he performed last week, and he has he has been. Quite good for them mm. uh, in many ways, Mitchell Moses. I wouldn't think so. All this halfback stuff, it, 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 it's been around for a bit, but it, it's kind of coming to a head because of what's happened at the Cowboys. So Jake Clifford's gone and Michael Morgan's retired mm. and they've got a lot of – he's going, sorry, Clifford. Morgan's retired, got a lot of money there to spend. So now they're in the market and, and there's, there's movement. There's players that are getting good offers, Tom Dearden. As well. They're, Still got uh, another year to run. Chasing as, him. As has Townsend. But Jackson Hastings has come to the Tigers. He's yep. going to be there next year. What does that mean for Luke Brooks? Well, he says he's going nowhere. Yeah. yeah. And Adam Dewey playing well at 5'8 as well in attack. That's right. Anyway, so you can't really move Luke Brooks to, to number six. And with Dane Laurie at number one, you can't move Dewey to fullback. So a lot of moving moving pieces. I... I, this is me personally, and this is no in, insider knowledge. I still believe that Adam Reynolds will stay at South. That you you hope, or you're just knowing the guy and being a South. Junior. I hope he does. So he, it, just just to remind the listeners, he got a a two year deal, but the second is kind of a Clayton's two year deal. The second year is an option in the favour of yes. the club. You think he should agree to that? I think he should sign it. I think it could be a win win for him because if he if he plays next year under the two year contract for South, young. Uh, Lachlan Ilias and also young Taff and Hawkins, they're still there another year. Maybe coming off a bench, what Benji's doing right now, spending some time on the field with with Reynolds. And then they make a decision based on form whether he's there year two. If he's playing out of his skin, well, they take up the option. He finishes his career at South. With possible expansion coming into the competition in 2023, he plays the year with South, has a fantastic year. South don't want to can't fit him. Don't want to. They'll probably want to move him on because of salary cap restraints. They've got these young guys coming through. I think there'll be a lot of moving pieces if there is expansion, like we're seeing at the moment with key players. So I, I think he could position himself in a really good situation, Adam Reynolds. And that's the other big player, this expansion team that should be coming in. We should be hearing about it in the next month or two. Um, and maybe just in the the new financial year, so around July or August at the latest that there will be very likely a, a, a 17th team and therefore uh, more players have uh, – the players and managers have even more options. All right, if you know anything or you think you've got a solution to the, uh, the halfback movement dilemma, give us a text, 0477-736-736. I think the other missing piece here is Sean Johnson coming off contract this year, coming back from a ruptured Achilles on a, a reportedly 800000 a year. Mm. So as Mick Kerianis is saying, he thinks he'll stay at the Sharks – it probably won't be on 800000 a year, but is there a club that's willing to take on Sean Johnson as well? I think there'd be plenty of clubs lining up to take on Sean Johnson. Good on your sats, right? This is Sports Day for Kia, introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV team list Tuesday next. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival. Australia's first GUV. GUV. 
Sports Day news headlines for Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand. Yeah, fully vaccinated border worker who works at Auckland Airport has returned a positive test result for COVID-19. Uh-oh. He was vaccinated Your too, wife's I not believe, going now, is she? And as we mentioned off the top of the show, Bulldogs player Jack Hetherington, well, he's accepted an early guilty plea. He will miss the next five matches for his high tackle on Valentine Homes. Get Ranger confidence for the price of a quad. Visit your local Polaris dealer today, Gary. Okay, let's do the team list Tuesday, Sats, as yep. we said off the top, and you're going to bring us up to date on the Panthers yeah. and Knights Thursday night. Yeah, uh, with the Panthers, um, same side that beat Brisbane last week. Tight one in that game last week. With the Knights, um, Heimel hunts out with a hamstring injury and uh, Stafford Toa comes in. The matchup I'm looking forward to. A uh, really juicy one as well, which is uh, the two number 10s. James Fisher-Harris, who I think's playing his best footy that I've seen him play in his very early career, up mm. against Daniel Saifidi. Yes. I think they'll rip into each other. I think so as well. Uh, second game is uh, the first game Friday night, uh, the early one. Titans and Rabbitohs at Seabus Super Stadium. Tino Fasumala-Awi is suspended. That means mm. Mo Fodawaka gets a chance in the starting lineup. And Sam McIntyre off the bench, his first game Good since depth. moving from the Tigers. Uh, and for the Rabbits, of course, Latrell Mitchell suspended. We're going to find out for how long. He's trying to get that downgraded tonight. Uh, but it means that Alex Johnson goes back to fullback. And Jackson Paulo comes in on the wing. Uh, Eels and Broncos, the late game Friday sets. Yeah, Eels fans, uh, your number six, Dylan Brown, is back after Will Smith did a good job last week uh, in the defeat of the Raiders. And the Broncos, I think one of their best players so far this year. Herbie Farnworth makes his return from a shoulder injury. And Danny Levi, the new signing, who's been playing in the Intrust Super Cup, is coming to jersey uh, number 14. For this game, matchup, I'm really looking forward to the two wingers. Blake Ferguson on the right wing, Corey Oates on the left wing. Yeah. Two big men. Yeah, some some good clashes in the next one. But I know the, the, the Bulldogs are struggling. But up front, um, you know, I'm looking forward to Hamlin Ueli and Woods up against Luke Thompson, Dylan Napa. They're the, uh, the starting front rowers for the Bulldogs. The big news in this game is that uh, – Sean Johnson back from his Achilles injury mm. from round 19 last year. So fairly quick recovery there. And Will Chambers has been named on the uh, reserves bench for them. Um, yeah, Napa and Thompson are the new starting props because Jack Hetherington has taken his five-week suspension. Oh, you got a good one here, Sats. Cowboys and Raiders in I Townsville have. Saturday night. And you know what? Some big changes for the Raiders. Uh, this is a 7.35 game at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. Well, it's great to win because Toddy Payton's gone with the same 17. Tao Malolo's still out, but he actually broke his other hand. Mm. Exactly the same part of his hand, the opposite hand. Um, but the Raiders, big news. Josh Hodgson's out, of course. We spoke about that at the top of the show. Calf injury. Um, Tommy Starling comes in. But the big news is John Pup- uh, Josh Papali'i and Joseph Tarpano have been dropped to the interchange bench. And... Ryan James and Ryan Sutton coming in for them as well. Yes. Uh, they also get uh, Harry and Ira and Horsburgh for the first time yeah. this year on the uh, on the bench there. The Raiders, uh, Sunday, early game, 145 at Bankwest Tigers and uh, Sea Eagles. Now, the West Tigers, um, not too much changing there. Joey Leilua comes back after a, uh, a week out and Michael Cheekham moves into the centres. He replaces... Uh, Asu Kapoa uh, for the Seagulls. Same 17 that took care of the uh, the Titans so well in Mudgee. And, yeah, no surprise, Tom Travojevic is uh, he's in the side again at number one. So yeah. <laughs> he'd be there whenever he's fit. Unbelievable last week. Uh, and 405, which is just such a 
big Such game. a nostalgic game. Anzac Day, I should have mentioned. Dragons. Yeah. yeah, Anzac Day. Um, it's the Roosters up against the Dragons, of course. Uh, and um, for the Roosters, well, Brett Morris's calf tightness, old man's injury, calf, mm. uh, late withdrawal. Tell me about him. Yeah, well, it was uh, last week. Um, Sammy Verrills is back in the hooking position, which they welcome him back. Uh, Jared Warrior Hargraves and Taukiahu, who looked like they were going to miss the game with injury. They're, at the moment, they're good to go. And uh, Blake Laurie, he's back after missing the the Warriors game uh, with a cork. Um, what I'm really looking forward to this game, I'm looking forward to Tedesco up against Matty Dufty, the two running fullbacks. And also um, Josh Morris up against Jack Bird. Jack Bird's so aggressive. Josh Morris really good on his feet. So looking mm. forward to that. Um, it's a pity for because the, the fullback clash here would have been outstanding. Nico Hines still a good player filling in there for Pappenhausen at the mm. Melbourne Storm. But Pappenhausen out. This is the late game and the last game of the round. Uh, uh, two of us, a check, of course, is, is his opposite number. But that's the uh, that's the big change there. Uh, Dale Fanukin is back into the seventeen. Wow! Uh, after uh, that's after a big inclusion, isn't it? Injury, yes. Mm. And for the Warriors, Peter Hicku is out, and as well as Adam Pompey outside backs. So David Pusatua comes back from injury. Marcelo Montoya uh, he moves into the centres. He'll be joined by Jack Murchie. So and Bailey Searin comes back as well. Hey Badge, one of the great images, iconic images from um, every season is this Anzac Day clash, and it's most notably the Roosters versus the Dragons game. What I love about the game at Amy Park, Storm and Warriors have had some huge games, amazing there. games. But when they they drop all the lights at Amy Park and the images around the sails of Amy Park, it's mm. just. Remember we used to have the Anzac goosebumps. tests. Yeah, always had the Anz- Australia and. At and the New SCG, Zealand, a lot yeah. of the time too, wasn't and, it? And a great mate of mine, uh, a comedian, used to say he just found it a bit weird. Australia versus New Zealand on Anzac Day. Yep. He said it shouldn't have been Australia and New Zealand playing against Turkey <laughs> in Gallipoli, <laughs> and the English bus driver takes them to the wrong stadium. <laughs> hey, um, Sats, we got some texts there. We we're talking about uh, movie sequels and uh, sequels. you know your thoughts about uh, being sin binned and yeah. What do so you got? My- my favourite sequel is um, Mad Max 2 and uh, Christmas Vacation, Chevy Chase, what? of course. Christmas Vacation 2. Yeah, so there's Vacation. Really? They didn't have it. Christmas oh, Vacation it was, was the second was one. the sequel. Outstanding. Yeah. Can you really, honestly, and I've been saying Planet of the Apes, a bit of a joke just to wind you up, but can you go past the Bourne supremacy? Of course you can. Like I, I reckon I saw well it five it. times during COVID. Every time you turn the yeah, TV replay, on, it's yeah. on. Um, we've got a couple of text messages here. Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. Deadpool Deadpool two. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Never no. saw it. No, number it's one was good. the best. Okay, Trish from Toowoomba, Father of the Bride two. Oh, awesome! Movie. How do you watch those shows? Who, who likes being scared? Father of the Bride. Movie? Father of the Bride. It's not scary. No. Well, I should have watched it. It's Steve Martin. Steve Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I find him pretty scary, actually, uh, Steve Martin. We'll get to some of the other texts. What about, what so, about Crocodile Dundee 2? Horrible. Oh, Horrible. Boogie. Mm. All right. Uh, chime in anytime you want. 0477 736 Can I throw in another one? Quick. Yep. Grease 2. Oh, <laughs> disgusting. That this was. is Sports David Kia introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV.
listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.